Good morning and welcome to the BSA Morning Miner. I'm Ollie O'Donnell and I'm joined by Paul Renkin. Paul, how are you today? I am well, thank you. How are you? Yep, all good, thanks. Uh, looks like another busy day of news, so we'll get straight into it. Um, let's start with a short one from um, a client of ours, uh, Apollo Silver. Um, they've just announced that um, the drilling that began on April the 5th um, they've now completed nine RC holes um, and the first batch of uh, samples has been sent off for assay. Um, so knowing that assay turnaround times have started to drop a bit in, in North America, hopefully we'll see some, uh, some good assay results coming through in the next sort of six weeks to two months. Um, yeah, this is... Drilling this is just that you've mapped before. Right. It'd been out. Uh, and this is part of a for this year is a 15,000 meter program uh, here for that they're getting underway, which is going to be about uh, 10,000 meters of RC drilling and then 5,000 meters of diamond drilling. Uh, so uh, it will be interesting to uh, it'll be primarily due to um, extension drilling as well as infill drilling on what was historic information of which they have quite a lot of it. Uh, so uh, we uh, wish them good luck and we and uh, hopefully we'll find some nice high grade feeder zones too. Yep, that historic work down to yourself. Um, right, uh, full year results from Guanajuato Silver. Um, You've got to be a little bit careful looking at these numbers on a full year basis as the company only started production in, in October. Um, so I think with things like cash costs and AISC where you're lumping in the whole CapEx build into um, the full year, uh, it's slightly skewed. Um, but Paul, do you want to run us through those? Yes. Uh and as you say, because it's in ramp-up phase here, you wouldn't expect the cash costs and the AISC costs in order to be reflective of what would be steady-state production. And we won't see those numbers yet for another two quarters or so. Uh, at this point, uh, they did generate $4 million worth of revenues in the fourth quarter on sales of uh, just shy of 2,000 silver equivalent ounces, uh, of which they got a, a price received of $23.35 per ounce. So uh, with the AISC cost for the fourth quarter coming in at uh, uh, $33.31 and uh, $73.70 for the year respectively, again, we would see those uh, coming down in the next two quarters rather dramatically, I would say. And they still had uh, sustaining capex spend of about 2.2 million in the fourth quarter but they still have 8 million cash at this point including 1.6 million in unsold bullion so uh, i expect that uh, we'll see uh, nice recoveries here uh yeah and that cash figure had um, had been announced towards the end of december so I, I don't think any particular surprises in in these um numbers announced they worth highlighting though that the company has changed its reporting currency to us dollars from canadian um so against us with published figures there are some slight differences but that probably explains most of it um 
quite a lot of uh, exploration drilling planned for this year, underground um, drilling at El Cubo, looking pretty inexpensive as well. Um, they've got 15,500 metres planned at two areas at El Cubo, and that's just budgeted at about a million dollars. Um, and good progress being made at El Pinguico. Uh, looks like they've cleared out the four, five and six levels, and now they're down at the seven and eight levels, which is where that underground stockpile um, is located and gives them a nice uh, bit of cash flow before they get into production proper at that second asset. And they need to clear out that uh, that uh, broken stope uh, material anyway in order to uh, set up drill stations in order to test the uh, uh, still in place mineralization down dip and a long strike. So um, it'll be uh, interesting to see uh, what they can develop here during this year, 2022. Yep. Um, okay, Paul, uh, what else did you want to cover that you've seen this morning? Well, we also had Shanghai Mining Club member and Mali Gold Miner Firefinch release their quarterly activities report. A lot of it is uh, information that they'd already press released in prior uh, uh, releases uh, during the quarter here. They have uh, production guidance for the second quarter or the current quarter at about between 17 and 20,000 ounces of gold at the uh, Marilla mine. And they haven't changed the full year guidance to be at 100,000 ounces of gold. Um, so, and they expect that they'll be at a production rate uh, that uh, should exceed 140,000 ounces uh, rate uh, during the second quarter of uh, uh, or second half of this year. So, uh, looking very positive for the year 2023 then as well. For the Gulamina mine, uh, the lithium uh, project now funded uh, with joint venture partner Gan Feng. It's uh, they did receive the 130 million in cash uh, that was required, and now they have to uh, proceed with the demerger of the Gulamina uh, project uh, from uh, uh, Firefinch itself into its own entity to be called Leo Lithium, and that will uh, probably take some. Uh, uh, period of time yet, uh, given regulatory and legal fi fi filings. Okay, um, Paul, we've been asked by one of Andrew's followers to um, give a little explainer on Yellow Cake. They had a quarterly update um, this morning. Um, not too much in the in the way of financials there, but I think the the, the key point that they're trying to get across, they're trading at a discount to NAV. Um, they think NAV on a sort of spot basis for their uh, stockpile of uranium is £4.40 or so. Current share price is about £4. Um, this is about a 10% discount to NAV. I'd be surprised if you get closer than that for a company like this which is effectively trading um uranium and 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 stockpiling it um and it was born out of the fact that over the last few years there's been a massive overhang of uh uranium inventory um and major projects have been shuttered meaning that exploration companies have effectively been pure options with very low chance of being 
bought online and now that COVID has worked down that inventory um, and they've been able to bring back on one of the major projects in MacArthur River, that market is starting to normalise and prices have, have started to rise. Um, and that really accounts for the majority of the share price activity for Yellowcake over the past few months with the spot price, I think now about sort of mid 50s um, to high 50s. Um, yes, and, and uh, as you say, it is a pure option essentially on the price movements of, uh, of uh, uranium uh, Yellowcake concentrates. And the fact that they have uh, succeeded in getting some deals with Gazetom Prom for future delivery at lower prices from this point in time just means that they uh, essentially continue uh, to uh, feel bullish about the uh, prospects for being able to sell that uh, in due course, uh, that uh, accumulated yellow cake at a higher price uh, from here. And uh, But uh, from that standpoint, you are taking essentially the price, uh, you are playing the price uh, risk on uh, uh, the movements in the spot prices from month to month and from uh, week to week. So uh, have to be careful there. Yeah, you're not really going to see much sort of outperformance against the, the spot price. I don't think due to the nature of the business and perhaps if you're particularly bullish on the Iranian price, um, you know, contracts like they've arranged become harder and harder to to come by to get discounted. Um, uranium and obviously if we enter a sort of blow off cycle like in 2010-11 um, you know the the exploration companies which are the options are going to massively outperform a company like Yellowcake which was you know born out of the the bottom of the market and designed to be sort of a more defensive play Mm-hmm. That's correct. Um, anything else, Paul? Perhaps got time for one more. Oh, just to say that uh, I wanted to mention here the uh, announcement too of uh, Stavely Minerals ASX listed uh, copper explorer in uh, uh, Australia. They have their deepest intercept yet on the Cayley load uh, in hole 182. It's a Intercept uh, grading 14 meters at one and a quarter percent copper and 0.72 grams gold, and it's a full uh, vertical 515 meters down, which uh, w is a strong evidence here that there's probably going to be a, a um, underground mine to follow on the, from the near surface mineralization in due course at Stavely and uh, at. And the Cayley load will have its inaugural resource estimate uh, completed here sometime yet this quarter, as these were the last assays uh, coming in from the, um, the completion of the current drilling program. So uh, I'm, I'm watching that one pretty closely. Very good. All right, we'll leave it there. Um, we'll be back tomorrow and Friday. Speak to them. Very good. See you then. Cheers.